welcome back y'all to realizations podcast um yeah this is my fifth podcast that i'm posting today um how y'all doing i hope y'all are doing well um even if you're not doing well um, i hope that your day gets better or that tomorrow gets better for you um i'm doing pretty good um today has been such a peaceful day i went to the to the beach park it's a beach park i don't know it's both it's a beach and a park <laughs> but excuse me um i burped <laughs> i'm a little nervous it's sometimes coming back on here and talking it gets really awkward for me because i'm like what are y'all thinking do y'all like this is it good like but I guess it's really when I started making podcasts, it's always just been for me. So as long as I like it, I'm going to continue. Um, but yeah, I went to the beach or the park today. It's it's both. Um, it's a beach and a park. <laughs> I don't know why I'm stuck on that idea of beach and park. Okay, it's both. But I, I read one of my books. It's called um, The Power of Now. And I, I want to pronounce the author's name, but it starts with an E. His last name starts with a T, I think, I believe. Um, but it talks about how important presence is. And um, sometimes we allow our mind to, and our thoughts to be, and our feelings to take over our, our power. And um, we don't really be in the present moment because in the present moment, you are aligned with your body and your mind are aligned. And it, and it, strengthen, it strengthens your immune system. And and it's just the importance of really being present. Um, I was also listening to this other, it's a doctor, and he specializes in trauma. And he mentioned, and I, I think it's Gabar. Uh, I do not want to butcher their names, but Dr. Gabar, in his last name, starts with an M. Uh, Monte Gabar. I want to look it up really quick just so I don't have to, like, I don't want to be disrespectful and, like, not know their names. And, you know, um, Dr. Let me see, Dr. Yes, Dr. Gabar Monte. If I'm butchering it, I apologize. Um, but he was saying how a lot of the reasons why we have physical, like, diseases and, like, why our immune system is, you know, really weak and why people get diabetes and all these other you know um asthma all these things it it stems down from trauma that's what he mentioned and how you know it starts it starts with like your your internal being your inner your inner body and it manifests into your actual physical body um it's, it's a really complex concept to even grasp your head around but I can say how it shows up in my day is like even whenever I'm feeling really stressed out or depressed, for instance, I'll like overeat and or I'll eat the wrong foods. I'll eat chips instead of eating an apple or I'll eat, you know, just things that are bad for me based on my mood and my emotions. And that adds up. That adds up. The more you eat like that, the more I tend to overeat as well when I'm emotional or when I just don't feel good about myself. I'll just eat my my pain away. And so even what Dr. Gabar Monte, um, 
<laughs> I'm making his name sound so like non um I think he's of I think he's from Hungary descent and I'm making it sound just from a different Monte come on now <laughs> Monte or, I don't know I'm just trying to make it sound ethnic ethnic yeah ethnic ethnic okay tongue-tied but um what was I saying ah um I literally forgot where I was going with this um freak but essentially you know you're sometimes what you're experiencing in your oh this is what I was gonna say what it comes down to is is dealing with your pain you know you really have to deal with your pain at some point either you're gonna let your pain cause destruction onto you or you have to deal with your pain you know people use different outlets when it comes to drinking smoking partying um even binge watching shows or or just trying to oversleep like people are constantly trying to run away from their pain and um including myself we don't like the feeling of pain but pain is really a part of the process and the longer you wait to you know heal your pain and your traumas you know um the more it festers the more it builds up and the more you'll suffer essentially and um i i realized this firsthand um this is going to be a personal story but well initially so all my women can relate um i had my period and this is physical pain this is not even psychological pain but it works both ways so i was going through my period and this is like um a month ago earlier last month in october i can't believe we're already in november by the way um but yeah earlier in no october i got my period um and i was experiencing extreme pain i was vomiting i was just doing i was releasing waste from my from every just a lot of waste from my body if you know what i mean and um i was experiencing so much cramping pain in my stomach and i got so fed up with the pain to the point where i was like what happens is i tend to run away from the pain that i feel like i'm like oh let me distract myself let me try to sleep take medication watch a show try to just distract myself but i just stopped distracting myself from the pain that i was feeling and i literally just felt it i literally just said let me be present with the pain that i feel in my let me actually stop running away from this pain that i feel in my cramps and i literally i didn't feel pain it actually just felt like energy like i don't know how to describe that feeling but it felt like that pain was just eliminated it was gone i mean the thing is i had to focus and concentrate the whole time but i didn't really feel the pain you know eventually it came back because i couldn't concentrate but it's just so interesting that how if you're present with your pain you're present you focus on the pain how it just kind of disappears i think the pain becomes more emphasized and prevalent when you avoid it when you run away from it um which is really interesting and i'll give you a different example again very personal story um my mom she's whenever whenever 
I don't do something my mom likes, she'll lash out on me. And this has caused me to be a people pleaser. And I've I've been fighting that that period in my life where I've been people pleasing and I'm just like, no, that's over with. I'm going to put my needs first at this point in time in my life. And forever, for that matter. Um, but she was yelling at me. She was saying all these rude things that I know she didn't really mean because she was hurt she was just projecting her pain onto me she was saying all these rude things to me and usually I would try to avoid it or I'll really like internalize it you know and what I did was I turned my mind off I turned my feelings off I turned my thoughts off and I literally just listened listened I was so present and I could hear every word every sentence she said and it was like but what's crazy is after I was listening after that conversation me and her had I don't remember a thing she said to me I it was like it went through it went in through one ear and out the other but what I remember and what resonated with me during that that um confrontation or like that conversation we had what well, wasn't even a conversation it was her you know kind of lashing out on me um was it felt inadequate I felt like I wasn't good enough you know I've tr- I've tried so hard to please my mother try to be damn near perfect for her and it was like I did I just felt like I didn't feel good enough and then I literally in my mind I was like this is the problem the problem is being around my mom made me feel inadequate it reinforced the inadequacy I already pressured myself onto myself and it's not pushing me forward and I knew that I am in a place in my life mind you this is all happening in my mind um during that con- actually moments after that conversation and I literally said the problem is I don't feel supported by my mom what can I do to resolve this issue like it went straight to logic how can I protect my energy um and it was like let me live with my dad so I literally and this happened like two weeks ago I just moved to my dad's place you know and he lives by himself so it's just me and him now um but I just left I two days after I said I was gonna leave I left I left and it's like and what really caused that radical change, that radical outcome, was me being present with my pain. It wasn't me running away from things. It wasn't me running away. It was like, let me be present with what she's saying to me. Let me then feel, then understand how it's making me feel. And then let me protect my energy by fi- being more logical and finding a way where I can still protect my energy and myself and be supportive for myself because I wasn't receiving any uh, support from, you know, my home. And this is not to bash my mom or come for her or, like, talk down on her because she's a great mother. She's done so much for me. But it's just to say that, you know, sometimes in relationships you have to kind of distance yourself for the sake of love. And I can say from this outcome of leaving my mom's house yes it was hard at first um but I ended up leaving and me and her are 
we have a better relationship i literally went to go visit her last weekend and it was like i felt loved i felt cared for i I understood that she still felt sad that i left like the thing is sometimes our parents don't know how to communicate their love to their children but the love the essence of love is there it just doesn't know how to be communicated and that's the problem you know, when you come from different generations and you, you learn how life should be a different way. And I'm learning how life should be the other way. It's like we're on two spectrums. And it's like how do we come together and meet each other where that love is? And that had to come with me leaving and distancing myself from her. Because obviously her belief system and my belief system were not congruent. Um, and yeah. I feel so much better. I feel like I could be myself. My It's crazy because my dad is way more nurturing. Um, he is needy because he's lived alone for so long. But, like, come on. That's a way better problem to deal with. A needy father. And I don't want to bash my dad either. Like, he, he's not, like, some, you know, child who needs me every second. But it's, like, he loves to, like talk to me and be around me and I'm like I maybe he's not needy he just likes to socialize a lot let me change my words he's not needy he just wants to socialize a lot because he's missed out on that for so many years because he's lived by himself and so now now that I'm here he's just so excited and he wants to be around me and I'm, I'm the exact opposite of like I just I want more space you know I've had to be there for my mom all the time and now I'm just here and I have that ability to not feel that pressure I just want space so I guess for right now it's just us finding our medium but he's super understanding super nurturing super observant super caring towards me like he just he wants to make sure I'm good you know when I lived with my mom it was like I had to make sure they're good and nobody was making sure I was good on a mental spiritual level and he wants to make sure I'm good on like my mental my spiritual every level even like eating everything and it's definitely like what I needed so yeah, I know that was long-winded, but don't run away from the pain. Like you you don't you really figure out who you are and what you're capable of when you're able to take that pain and reinforce it into something positive. That's where the, that beauty comes from, reinforcing your pain. You want through a traumatic experience, heal from it and reinforce it or make those radical changes that you need to make to heal yourself. Um yeah. This conversation, my, well, my, this podcast was meant to be talked about something different. I was actually going to be talking about abundance. So I'm going to transition into that. Um, so abundance, you know, I hear a lot about, you know, I watch a lot of videos about having that abundance mindset. And I never quite understood it. Like abundance. Okay. What, like, what is that? Like, it seems so superficial. And my definition of having a living in abundance is knowing that like everything is going to come to you on god's time or you know things that you want are going to attract to you on its own and excuse me i'm gonna drink my tea right now because i'm so my 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 voice is dry so that definition that I've given to myself or what I kind of interpreted it didn't sit right with me I was like "Mm," it just seems superficial because you can't attract every just you can't attract everything you want in life like it doesn't 
it doesn't work like that. Um, but then I, I question that thought even more. And I think right now, you know, I, I remember speaking with my therapist and she was telling me how important it is to really flow. Flow with life. You know, life within itself is a process. You know, that's what life is, is a process. You can't rush the process. You can't, you can't slow down the process. It's going to happen regardless if it's on your time or it's not on your time. It's going to ha- it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So the only thing that is certain is life, you being on this earth, and death, you leaving this earth. That are the, those are the only two certainties you'll have in life as you experience the world. And I guess, like, understanding that flow is super important. And that's how I view abundance in a flow. Flow with with life and in, in your time. You know, I had to let go of this idea of... Oh, excuse me, I'm letting go because I'm not, I'm in the process of letting it go. I'm not, I'm not fully there. And I, sometimes I fight myself in the, in the process of letting go of the idea of who I thought I wanted to be. You know, I thought I would graduate college, which I did. Kudos to me. Got my first marketing job, did that. And then what really shifted everything was when I lost my job. Um, and I'm currently still unemployed, and it's been nine months now. And I'm trying not to count the months, because as the months progress, it makes me even more anxious. But that's what it is, that anxiety, you know, it hasn't been serving me at all. Anxiety does not serve me. It is, I mean, it doesn't serve anyone, anybody, to be honest. It's me trying to control the outcome of my life. And um, I'm letting go, I'm deciding to let go of the idea that maybe marketing, having a marketing job right now might not be my move. It might not be it, you know? It's like, I have to recreate the life that I want. And I think about it in hindsight and I'm like, who told me I had to go straight into marketing and do all these things? Why can't I pivot? Why can't I do something else? which I am, you know, I'm definitely networking. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely trying new avenues to become successful um, or in my view of success because I think success can be super subjective. Um, but, yeah, back to that ab- abundance mindset, uh, it, for me, it means, you know, I become so anxious because I think about the what ifs in a negative light. I'm like, what if I don't get a job for another nine months? What if nobody wants to hire me? What if I become homeless? Like, what if I don't have any money to my name? What if I can't take care of myself? Like, I think of the absolute negatives. That is not abundance. If your mind goes to negativity all the time, like you're in fear, you're living in survival mode. You're not living. You're surviving you're working to survive. You're doing things. You're you're applying for jobs vigorously so you can survive. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I want to live. That's what abundance means to me. It means living. It means, okay, but what if it's about contradicting those statements you say for yourself. Okay, but what if I do get a job? What if I do 
make money what if i do and it's looking at the positive it's looking it's about having a positive outlook on life and even if things don't go your way it's that bounce back and that pivot because i face so many rejections failures i i've like i don't have a job right now i face and that means i've been rejected so many times i've had a particular outcome for myself that didn't happen and it humbles me every single time and to some like at some point you're gonna be like i'm i'm like you know i'm numb to it to a degree i'm more i get more numb to internalizing it i'm just like okay let me keep going this is not it let me keep going you know what i'm saying so when that failure happens when i when i meet that negative um something that may come across as negative i don't reflect on it too much i just move and um that comes from excuse me experiencing a lot of failure and that comes with time that's a skill of itself but the idea is always knowing that there's more on the other side there's more constantly believing yourself knowing that there's something out there for you you just have to keep learning and growing i've grown so much within these nine months the person i was nine months ago i am no longer that person anymore i've developed i've grown i've changed and it, it came from me like just transcending with me just um slowly just coming out of my cocoon and and, pe- and like what is it you know like just peeling off or just shedding that's what that's the word shedding off all that those that old those old traits or things that no longer serve me i'm just shedding it off and i'm becoming a new person i'm rebirthing each and every time and um i'm at this point where failure or rejection doesn't affect me as much and that's what abundance is don't be too caught up in that negative because it only takes one that's it isn't it so beautiful it only takes one it takes one yes you know one right move one right thing to make shit shake it really does so it's like all those no's will become worth it when i meet my yes when i meet my yes 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 and it's like you have to have that mentality of there's gonna be a yes there has to be a yes keep bouncing back bouncing back that's what what abundance is abundance mindset is not allowing other people's projections what or their survival mode tactics or survival mode mentality to pivot your direction i spent so much time letting my mom or certain people in my life um talk negatively to me or try to honestly try to protect me in a way i know it 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 doesn't come from bad um you know bad they're not trying to be rude or bad to me they just want to protect me but a survival mindset and a abundance mindset they don't mean they don't there's there's some things you could take from it but they're not linear you know what i'm saying like you take what you need from people who are projecting onto you like there might be some gems in what they're saying but you leave the rest reject what you don't need um but yeah, be in abundance. There's more out there for you. Go get it. Don't settle. And what abund- having an abundance mindset does, 
So essentially, let me re- recap. Abundance mindset is focusing more on the positive, more on what could be rather than being in the negative of what can't be. And so when you're in the negative, you have to protect yourself from those negative things. But when you're in the positive, like you're able to embrace life more. Like I have to, I'm learning to no longer worry about when am I going to get a job? How about I find ways to get that job instead of focusing on when? You know, how about I, instead of worrying about job, 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 let me work on my passions. Let me figure out myself. You know, those things are going to come in time as I move along the process of life and my journey. You know, I went through a spiritual awakening last month in October. And it was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm actually going to keep what exactly my spiritual waking was was about but it was profound as fuck and i remember when i when i had that spiritual awakening i was so shook like literally my eyes got so big like i naturally have big eyes but like they were just so wide and it was like i was seeing life in a different i don't know in a different frame in a more conscious frame and i was so alert of people and like i can literally look i can literally look somebody in their eyes and i can see their soul and i so me and my dad were hanging out this is before i moved in with him actually um and i see a homeless man and i just i look at him you know i feel like my old self would look away or people usually try to disregard homeless people in general and we don't like to look at homeless people because they're a reflection of the things that we fear we fear homelessness so we pay our bills we fear being in that predicament of being homeless that is a big fear of, of human and not having your human needs of that is the that right there of um home people are the literal manifestation of having to survive they are surviving well let me take that back because i don't necessarily know but i mean they don't have their basic needs met based on what i know um but i looked at the homeless man and i was like dad like do you have a dollar i can give him and, and this is not me trying to sound like some good person. This is like literally just on some regular shit. Like I'm just, it's not even me trying to be a good person. It's like, I'm just looking at this person. And I'm like, you know, I have so much empathy. Like, I'm, I literally looked at him. I didn't look away. I looked at him. We made eye contact, literally. And I like rolled down the window and I took the dollar out and i dangled it and i was like oh i hope he doesn't think that i'm like you know here get your little get your little dollar you know you want this money but it was more like trying to get his attention but as he came to me i looked him in his eyes and he looked so surprised like i just seen him in his eyes i I don't know how to describe it but i could i could literally see look at people's souls or i could just through their eyes i can see their like their expressions i don't know it was so unique and different but i gave him the dollar and i was like god bless you thank you so much for coming over here boom and as i drove off my dad drove off we waved i looked at him and he you know 
gave me a peace sign back. Like it was on some like, I feel we feel each other type thing. And it was like, and it made me feel like, wow, he's a human, I'm a human. Like, what does it matter if he's homeless? That doesn't make him less of a human. And I bring this story up because, as I said earlier, that is our biggest fear. And that is why we are in survival mode. We do not want to be homeless. That is literally the projection. What homelessness, homeless people project to us, people who are working class, is fear. We, that's why nobody wants to look at them. They fear being in their shoes. But once you look at a homeless person in their eyes, you're like, wow, you're literally like me. I can show love and compassion for you, even though we are different circumstances of life. And it was such a beautiful experience. Like, I don't know, I've acknowledged homeless people much more. I can't really, I don't have much of a power to change their circumstances. You know, I definitely have been thinking about you know, going to a homeless shelter or, like, donating food, canned foods, and things like that. Um, Because I don't know, like, I think about it, and I'm like, how is homelessness a thing? How? It It doesn't make sense to me because nobody should be homeless. Nobody. Especially in the United States where we have a shit ton of money. You know what I'm saying? And tax dollars ain't fucking cheap. You know what I'm saying? Um, Like, where does it go? But, yeah, um, live in the abundance, you know. Stop being in fear of losing and think about what you can actually gain. Let go of time. You know, in the, the book, The Power of Now, you know, the author states this idea of psychological time. Being, trying to control the past the future trying to control in general of time you can't control anything to be honest with you that is outside of yourself outside of your are honest only thing you can control is really yourself and your your thoughts and your behavior you you really can't change and control as much outside of that and that goes with time you can't control time i can't control time i can't say i can't stop the clock i can't you know, choose when I get a job within a certain time frame. It's like it, it happens on God's time. And it's like there's liberation and just like letting letting that go. Like let it letting go of that negative energy of like, oh my gosh, what if this doesn't happen? What if they don't like me? What if I'm too awkward? Like if you're awkward, I've had moments where I've been awkward or like I didn't know what to say. Like I've so I've been networking recently. And I had this phone call with a, I'd say an important person. And I was like, what am I going to say? Like, what if I'm too awkward? What if they don't like me? What if, well, guess what? Do it fucking anyways. You're awkward. You are concerned about whether whether or not they're going to like you. Well, do it anyways. You don't know what they're going to think about you. Who cares? Do it anyways. Do it. Be scared. Embrace that you're scared, you're awkward, you're nervous, whatever. And then still do it regardless of what happened what happens and the outcome was great i like i spoke but like he was really carrying the conversation it w- naturally like it's 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 crazy don't let those experiences where you were awkward or nervous and it went bad 
be your belief system and what prevents you from experiencing experiencing abundance and good things in your life everything you want is on the other side of fear and that's a fact in my mind and honestly in general you gotta really bulldoze through your fear and show them who the fuck you are show fear who the fuck you are and if you can't be fearful and still do it and i know it's easier said than done but you gotta really know what you want out of life and be in abundance you know when i spoke to that ceo he he, uh started a coffee business and um it took him eight years to have a, a brick and mortar a store a coffee shop an actual building eight years and the he he mentioned that you gotta reject what people say and you gotta be you gotta actually really be in abundance mindset for that you gotta you gotta really know that it'll work out for you that every no is going to be a yes eventually it took one yes somebody to approve his loan for him to do what he did for him to at least start the process so don't give up on yourself don't be in survival mode don't you know don't listen to everything people say about you or try to project based on their survival mode mentality because they're trying to protect you they care about you they have this belief system Reject it. Reject what you don't need. Accept what maybe ling- what we were, what what makes sense to you. But yeah, I hope this podcast, you know, gave you some inspiration, helped a little bit, helped a lot a bit. Um, I really enjoyed making this podcast and sharing, you know, my stories, my knowledge that I've built um, through this time period. And yeah, that's all I have to say. So I'm going to end it off here. My name is Winta. I am your host. And this is Realizations Podcast. I'll talk to y'all soon. Peace.